honestly, some of these stories that you tend to hear out here are literally only made for Americans. Take for example this one. So a Florida couple that were nabbed for a license violation were apparently trying to or at least had sex in a police patrol car and the reason for doing this even though they were actually caught by cops was because they were trying to get content for OnlyFans. Americans, is everything okay out there? Are you sure y'all aren't going mad? Like, I I just want to check up on you guys. I want to make sure that you guys are doing pretty alright because this is this is a little much, don't you think? So according to a Florida Highway Patrol trooper, he said that the couple who comprised of a woman known as Sama Watkins and a man called Jordan Now, both of them 24, engaged in sexual activity after being placed in a patrol car when Noah was pulled over for driving with a suspended license early on Thursday. Now this was Thursday of last week. So apparently while they were in the police car, Sama Watkins, the lady, told Jordan Now, the man, and I quote, Baby, we should record an OnlyFans video back here. End quote. Minutes before the couple began to have oral sex, according to an arrest report statement from Trooper J.D. Perez Morales. Um, I'm not going to continue because most of this is just, you know, what they ended up being charged with. But honestly, like I can get that we're all content creators and we're looking for content in any and all ways. Especially shit that will properly sell. But don't we think that maybe this is going a little too far like yes maybe you could say only fans in and of itself is going too far especially with the amount of porn that's out there but if you're doing it in a police car i think maybe you should try and consider the variables at play i don't know maybe it's just me you can tell me if i'm wrong maybe you can ask the state trooper or you know the cop that's there um if he'd like to be a part of it more so the cameraman although it would probably be better if he's one of the participants so that, you know, you can have something to blackmail him with. And, you know, most guys aren't ready to be a cameraman to two people that are fucking. Like, most of them want to take part in it. But I can understand maybe if he's married and, you know, he just wants to help, you know, grow content for like a fee or some shit. So maybe, maybe they should have included him. That, that probably would have been a much better story. Because imagine... Him being the cameraman, and, you know, they don't show, like, the the, the number on, on the state trooper vehicle. And then, right after they're done, he can arrest them and then take them for charging. And, you know, they can go and file their misdemeanor charges and shit. And then they can come back out and they can split the profits with this guy. Otherwise, this guy will just have a video which he can upload onto the internet. Which will also definitely get him, you know, a couple of views and he can make money from that shit. Like, I see that as a proper win-win. But you choose to cut out the main middleman out of all of this? Like, that's a very, very dumb move. Although, then again, maybe they're not into threesomes. But that said, it's unfortunate that they got caught because I'd have probably wanted to include the cop. Especially if it was a female one. But anyways, let me not let my imagination run too wild because we do have a podcast to start. And I usually don't mind cuffing mine up with an instrumental when I usually start by saying... Welcome to Breaktime on West Side, your number one Breaktime podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who does not mind being cuffed unless, and I mean unless, we are going to a police cell. 
then that's a problem. If it's BDSM, then, you know, we can negotiate on that shit. He's a man who once believed that Bukaki was a Japanese form of martial arts. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. This show is Battle of the Sexes, our weekly love, sex, and relationships show, where I come in to talk about stuff that relates to relationships, fucking, and marriage. And then, you know, I get to debate with people who like talking about relationships, fucking, and marriage. And then we don't agree on some things. And sometimes we can disagree for a very long time. But usually we get to come to a conclusion. So if there is something that you would like us to talk about in that realm, then on IG it is at Breaktime on our side. On Facebook it is also at Breaktime on our side. And on Twitter you can slide into my personal DMs which is at Bagaka the D. The DMs are always open and I am always ready and willing to take in new stories and new critical things that you would like us to discuss. But that said, we should probably move it on. But before we move on to our main topic of today, I want us to discuss a man known as Justin Baldoni for a little bit. Now, up until a couple of days ago, I didn't really know jack shit about this guy. But he is an American actor, director, and filmmaker. And he is best known for portraying Rafael Solano on the CW series known as Jane the Virgin, as well as directing other films that I don't really know about. Now, this man also happens to have a podcast known as the Man Enough Podcast. And he seems to sound like, you know, he's appealing to women, even though he's calling it the Man Enough Podcast. Because there was something that he said, or at least there was a clip that I got to hear of him, which I found to be particularly intriguing. I'm going to play it for you guys, then I'm going to discuss it for a little bit. Because this was something that I found to be particularly interesting. So... Let me play for you the clip, then we can discuss what's there at length. So, here it is. If you are a man who's truly confident, not the, like, false confidence, the, the, bravado. Perform, the bravado, the performative confidence, but if mm-hmm. you're truly confident as a man, mm-hmm. you want a strong, powerful, badass woman. Absolutely. You don't need to dim her light, because her in her light reflects back to you. All right, so let's go through exactly what he said. He said, a truly confident man, you know, not any one of those, you know, bravado types, you know, a truly confident man wants, not chooses to have a strong, powerful woman because you won't dim her light, but, you know, it reflects upon you and so on and so forth. Like, okay, all right. What can I say about this? First of all, um it's unfortunate that he decided to put each and every like properly confident man in a box like he's making it seem as though all confident men should look for a strong powerful badass woman and i think that's more wrong than right because well just the same way people like to say oh you know so and so is different you know all women are different men are different blah 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 this is the time where i come and i say you know what confident guys are different and yes maybe he feels this way and like if that's something that you'd want to do then it's entirely up to you but don't go and group every single quote-unquote truly confident man in there simply because you're trying to justify you know being with a strong powerful badass woman like I think people usually take the idea that we want a submissive, uh, humble woman to mean that we want somebody that we can step on, that we can kind of, you know, dominate with like an iron fist and shit. And, you know, when we tell her to jump, 
you know she doesn't even ask how high she jumps as she's asking baby is this high enough for you and i think this is more exception than the rule with a lot of us quote-unquote confident guys and i think if anything this probably will appeal more to women than to guys because it sounds nicer for women to hear as opposed to what guys essentially look for and you know try to look for in a babe and you know would want to resonate with or maybe i'm wrong about it but this this i don't know like i feel like they've got it all wrong because i think i'd probably use uh, other terminologies like say hardworking, proactive rather than strong powerful uh but unfortunately because of the sake of time i can't fully break this down because like i'd have gone like deep into this entire thing but unfortunately because of time i can't exactly do that because that's the main topic but what i will do is i'll make sure that next week's topic is this like this will be the main topic of next week just so that i can break this down because i feel like people are getting it wrong and i feel like this is some quote-unquote woke person that's busy trying to feed us you know possibly misleading information but that i will handle next week so for now i will move it on so on to our main topic of this episode and if you kind of have paid attention to how i have been doing the podcast over the past i don't know year or so i've been very into culture and i have been very pro-marriage like i'm i think i'm probably one of the male podcasters like i feel like i'm probably one of the few uh urban podcasters that speaks for marriage like maybe maybe i'm just overstepping here but i feel like there's a lot more people that have been speaking against marriage and against the idea of marriage particularly in relation to guys and i spoke for marriage not too long ago probably about a year ago and i feel like you know a community you know as listeners i feel like uh we've all grown a little bit over the past year so how about i actually go and revisit the idea of whether we probably should uh still get married whether we probably should still look at the idea of marriage and whether you know it's a good thing or a bad thing because i still see a lot of people talking about how nowadays marriage is a scam you know marriage isn't worth it these days oh you shouldn't get married and weirdly enough some of the people that even say that for some reason are married or were married so they might sound like they're a little you know bitter about something but now let's go back to the entire talk of marriage you know a lot of people usually speak against marriage and for some reason it's like people nowadays are a lot less likely to get married like statistically it's it's actually being proven that fewer people are getting married today fewer people are choosing to get married today uh and the divorce rates you know are still you know existively there and you know people are still getting separated and divorced and shit so maybe people are starting to to see marriage for what it is and they actually are stepping out you know uh that could be the case for some people and i do think a lot of people do feel that way but i feel as though maybe we need to revisit the idea of marriage instead of getting done with it completely because i think what most people are doing nowadays is getting rid of it completely and while i have my thoughts i can accept maybe i'm wrong you know maybe because i haven't been married i wouldn't know what it's like maybe because i haven't gone through 
a lot of what people have gone through in their marriages, then maybe I wouldn't understand. So, yes, maybe I'm the one who is totally unaware of this and speaking speculatively. And maybe on my side, I feel like what we need to do is adjust the parameters instead of doing away with the entire thing. I think marriage in and of itself does need to evolve to a certain stage. Because when you kind of look at the entire premise of, oh, you know, marriage is a scam, people shouldn't be getting married today, you know, it's not even worth it, especially for guys. Uh, And that's something that a lot of the people in the red pill community usually talk about. Like, you can listen to them say that, but usually when you start asking some of the questions... Uh, not just to the red pill community, but even to like the wider reach of guys and even women, usually they more or less come up with roughly similar answers. And the first one that you hear about is everyone cheats. You know, nowadays everyone's cheating. And you know, this person cheats with this person. You think your person's faithful up until you realize that you cheated with them. And, or you might find that you know your kid isn't entirely yours and i've dealt with stories like that before like hell last week's story was already bad enough as is but if you were to use that then aren't you one grouping everyone into a bubble kind of the same issue that i had before i moved on to the main topic and two aren't you passing judgment before the mistake has even been committed in the first place like it's not good to do that because you're pretty much just making the presumption that you know what the moment i get married and somebody feels you know unhappy then they're most definitely going to cheat on me now i'm not saying that you shouldn't ever think of that as a possibility i think you thinking that uh there is no way whatsoever in this world that my person would ever cheat on me could be playing a little into the naive side like that's just me who feels that way you know you can have your thoughts on it if if that's how you want to believe in in your partner then by all means all well and good but the belief that your partner or your partners or your future partner will cheat not could not may will cheat like the moment you make it a will makes it such that it's an inevitability rather than a possibility And I think that's uh, a fairly negative way of thinking of it, which I'm, I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of people that fuck around nowadays. Like, I'm not defending anyone. There's a lot of people that cheat in this day and age. And a lot of times people don't even know about it. Both sides do not know that the other person is cheating. And it's something that happens a lot. But I'm not saying that just because it happens a lot, that it's inevitable for everyone. Like, a lot of people loved Game of Thrones. It doesn't mean that all of us enjoyed it. Well, I also haven't really watched it per se, but, you know, it's entirely subjective. There's people that liked it, there's people that didn't. You know, not everyone loves Beyonce. Not everyone agrees with Barack Obama. And these are people that are universally liked and loved by a lot of people. But to say that there's no one that will go against that, I think that's selling human beings in general short because the fact that we can have our own different beliefs and different opinions and shit is what should mean that it's probably better if you find out rather than you simply just believe that everyone is going to cheat and then you know pretty much write each and every person from the opposite sex off of the idea of you know moving to the next stage of life 
then now that's the second reason that usually comes in and it's something that i hear a lot nowadays from people and it's like you know people don't have a lot of love for each other anymore you know people don't love each other um there's people that talk about the whole idea of i want somebody that i can spend the rest of my days with and we can love each other unconditionally the entire time which i'm gonna be honest with you is bullshit from the start like the belief that uh you guys will love each other each and every day of your lives when you're married and it'll be all bliss and you know it'll end up going down like a disney fairy tale i think that's absolute bullshit and you know it's a fairy tale that's been sold to you ever since i think it was maybe the 80s or the 2000s you know the way hollywood's been booming with that shit you know it's it's sold the ideal and it's made people think that that is a reality which isn't true uh, a lot of married people who've been married for a long time talk about how you know the love ends you know that feeling that you have for each other that shit ends and it becomes more about the partnership and the companionship and shit and obviously since i'm saying this speculatively speaking you can take it with a pinch of salt but for the most part if you look at marriage from way back in the day it was never about love it just started becoming about love i think this past maybe what 20 30 40 years maybe 50 at the most ago like if you look at when when people are getting married even before like civilizations were set up it was it was nature's way of continuing the species and making it stronger and you know move better so you know better selection of mates based on genetics and abilities and so on and that was what was then then you know you move on to the more modern day civilizations and there were lifetime transactions you know people would 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 get married so that they can bond two families together and you know grow together it's something that a lot of people still believe in right now and it's been a pretty big part of the reason why arranged marriages have been and still remain a thing for quite a lot of people today so in and of that you know that's an absolutely bullshit way to look at marriage although the least bullshit way to look at marriage is actually the one where a lot of red pill people talk about and it's something that i've heard youtubers aben preach talk about where they say that it's pretty much a man's way of betting that you will stay together forever and he's betting half of all of his shit which i will agree is totally and completely true uh it is more or less that and yes uh with the way a lot of divorces do tend to go down 98 of the time it's the man that's usually giving uh a lot of his chunk of the wealth and while a lot of us guys will say this and will resonate with this you know to to the damn core and everything there's also what the women will come out and say because they'll be like oh you know in a marriage it's the guy that tends to benefit more from this like this was something that i was actually having a discussion with a couple of my workmates about and that was something that one of the married ladies was saying she was like oh you know the man gets to benefit more in a marriage you know he can go out and he can work and he can come back home and he can pretty much just chill put his legs up and let his woman do everything and you know there are other reasons and shit and you know it does look like that's the case but at the same time i think guys also stand to put in a lot of work it's just that a lot more of their work is required to be done out of the house not inside of the house but besides that tiny bit um obviously the whole betting half your shit like that's something that i do think genuinely needs to be looked at and i can't exactly fight it as such you know the only way that you can probably ensure that this doesn't become a problem is if you actually stay together which 
you know, it's it it it's a pretty huge gamble to be honest. But all of that said, like if you were to use any or all of this to justify not getting married, then I'd probably come up to you and I'd ask you probably one or two questions. And the first one is if marriage is such a scam, if marriage isn't something that we should really be looking forward to, then why is it that huge chunks of the LGBT community have continuously fought and continue fighting a lot of political leaders, a lot of uh, world rules and, and, and constitutions and shit so that they can get uh, legalized to actually marry in a lot of these different countries? Why is it that people are advocating for marriage of the LGBT community? Like, why are people fighting so hard for that? Like, if it was such a scam, why would people go and fight to actually get married, get persecuted, sometimes even risk prison time and shit? Why would they fight that hard for an entire community to have the access to marriage if it was such a scam? So maybe now I can also ask the second question. Is it that marriage is a problem or is it the people that we're marrying that are the problem? Because I see marriage as a contractual agreement. Maybe we need to adjust it. But are we saying that it's bad in and of itself? Probably not. You know, it's kind of the same way people usually talk about record label deals nowadays and they're like, oh, you know, those things are like a prison for you and, and you know, it's bad for artists. But because of those record label deals, a lot of people have managed to succeed. And some people might not succeed or might not have succeeded if they didn't get the record deal. So is it that the deal is the problem or is it the people on the other ends of the table or on both ends of the table that are the problem? So that in and of itself should probably set the stage for whether it is marriage is actually a good thing or a bad thing. Because the way I see it, after doing this podcast for almost two and a half years right about now and watching Oloni's stories this morning, marriage isn't entirely good. Marriage isn't entirely good. Uh, But at the same time, while people are rushing to write it off, I don't think it's entirely bad. Honestly, I feel like marriage does have its flaws right now. Like, for the kind of time that we live in, and for the kind of demands that we have right now, in the household, in our work life, you know, just generally in our lives in the 21st century right now, you know, before the metaverse kicks in and shit. I feel like just as me and Maurice were saying in Sex and the Shitty, I think it was part two, marriage isn't bad, but it definitely does need to evolve because we've stuck to a lot of more or less the same exact principles for the past, I don't know, uh, hundreds or even thousands of years. And maybe we need to start adjusting things. Maybe we need to start looking at different parameters. Maybe, you know, the open marriage might need to be embraced a little bit more. Maybe people need to start taking a little bit more accountability and people need to start checking themselves every so often. And maybe we need to start treating this whole marriage thing like an actual contract and start giving it timelines, you know, so that at least we can become a little bit more accountable to each other and, you know, check back in with each other every so often and still ask each other, you know, do you still want to be in this marriage? Uh, Is this something that you'd like to be a part of and shit? That way, I think more and more people will do things a little bit more intentionally rather than just, you know, go get married, expect bliss and then suddenly feel like shit or start pulling some stupid shit simply because things didn't go as planned 
and they suddenly felt like they got a better offer elsewhere. Although, then again, I might be wrong about this, so I want your thoughts on it. The DMs are open on IG, it is at Breaktime on website, on Facebook, it is also at Breaktime on website, and on Twitter, you can slide into my personal DMs, which is at BagakaTheD. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end, and if you are listening through CastBox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below, and I will attend to them accordingly. If you are listening through an app that allows for ratings and reviews, a rating and or review will be appreciated greatly, and I will catch you guys on the next break. <laughs>